smiles come in several shapes and sizes there is the tight lip smile where it's slightly more than a grimace there is the wide smile there is the friendly smile so even in something as simple as a smile there are layers of expression that can be deduced and worked with which is where we begin the first post in today's episode how wide is your smile it's not a trick question or maybe it should be phrased in another way smiles can be an integral part of power play but they are rarely if ever spoken about in that context it's hard to wear a tough expression in response to a smile and they're often the preamble to conversations setting up the stage as it were for a dialogue in social situations from networking to parties the ones willing to talk convey approachability quite easily signaled by a smile breaking the barrier of resistance the ones whose faces seem to have the sign forbidden zone imprinted on their expressions have a tough time getting through it may work as a tactic when power hierarchies have to be established but others in the room can play the same game as well leading to deadlock people who smile easily aren't pushovers that's a misconception and they've understood that smiles dissolve walls that helps them exercise power without showing it at all observe power dynamics at play the ones who extract concessions may hold on to their positions but they manage to be relatable and accommodative as well and that includes toning down tensions getting people to talk to each other and diffusing the atmosphere with a well-timed joke or observation we tend to think of smiles as pleasantries used for polite conversations but negotiating with smiles is a power tactic where far more is extracted than people are willing to give does that sound like a contradiction we move him now to the second post in this episode the pandemic tested everyone but for those who thought differently it was a time of innovation and growth growing in the pandemic a couple bought 2 acres of farmland to grow food without any pesticides or chemicals in a few years they grew more than they could consume and looked to market the produce and the pandemic helped them get a toe into households who wanted vegetables home delivered my harvest has been a step by step process like several other companies responding to the disruption caused by the pandemic the trial by fire is managing supplies and logistics against companies having deeper pockets and better distribution so they worked on the personalized service route ordering is through google forms and the vegetables and fruits change from week to week they added grain and millets with more farmers cultivating their lands the same way there's mapilai rice a rich dark grain that's perfect for congee along with a tangy chutney or pickle remarkably nutritious and light on the stomach and the young founder posts everything from news about farmers on the network to a celebration in the village to the experiments they are conducting with the crops to improve yields and quality now they've started a recycling project and remove plastic almost completely from the chain 
vegetables are packed in a cloth bag and exchanged every week with a fresh order. The bags have a personalized pin that identifies customers and the shopping bags act as both branding and symbolize how they're being sustainable. They have a core of less than 1000 customers a week now. But wait for a few years and they could be a significant force for good. And finally in this episode a remonstration or a comment thrown at people can often be quite damaging. Make yourself useful. It starts early in childhood. At some point or the other everyone has heard it. Maybe when sitting idly at home or in a class looking out of the window even during a coffee break at work the problem is that usefulness is a single dimension and refers to just one thing are you doing something to score more marks or make more money for the company anything outside of that is seen as useless yet the profound changes and the world we live in today has come about as a result of useless work done decades or centuries ago by people who never looked for riches but were inquisitive and curious about mathematics physics chemistry or even experimenting with the unknown there are few places doing this today when there's no visible chance of returns on the horizon most people melt away einstein knew exactly how he was able to work things out by standing on the shoulders of giants but the giants are lost in the mists of history marconi is credited with inventing radio but he was simply applying the useless knowledge professor clark maxwell carried out remote calculations in the fields of magnetism and electricity that work lay unheralded for over a decade until heinrich hertz working in a lab in berlin demonstrated how electromagnetic waves carried wireless signals marconi simply put two and two together and got both fame and an everlasting credit in history hard to believe check out the article published in harper's bazaar in the link in 1939 every week i'll plant a few ideas in your mind on branding behavior and markets triggers for your thoughts spread the word to your friends all you have to do is click the link and enter an email address and yes Please do keep those comments, views and whatever your thoughts are about these episodes. Thank you.